you to another fabulous episode of Ed's Word with Edward. I'm Edward. This is my host, John. This is my host, Haley. Hello. And uh, last podcast, we were talking about uh, gaming. We decided to do it uh, part one because uh, we completely <laughs> got off track and went into personal yeah. preference. Um, this time, we're going to do part two and dig a little deeper into what you know what goes into a game um what companies are doing to kind of screw us over as gamers and uh go from there and we'll see how far this uh rabbit hole goes yeah because every episode is a rabbit hole (laughs) yes yes hold on what are you doing in the middle of a podcast yeah it's all right i just didn't want it to be in the way so it's okay i can't edit that out it's it's fine it's okay no worries (laughs) we're just adjusting something uh, so yeah, last game we were talking about, um, we got into Fortnite, uh, Call of Duty, uh, our preference versus RPG shooters yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I know you were, uh, what were you, you want to go into microtransactions and yeah, and how that works and why and, they do it? Yeah, and why they decide to? Why it's the new thing? Now. Yes, it's just it's all the rave right now. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily new. I mean, it's been around in games for let's say like. More than ten years, I'll say. I bet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely. I think it's just now more prominent. More prominent, yeah. Because yeah. it's just it's like the basis. Like if you make a game now, you have to have DLC. Yeah. Or like microtransactions. I feel like some publishers and devs like they make sure they get the microtransactions working first, and then everything else comes later. Yeah. Because there's a lot of games that I mean, like they're free to play, but so you don't necessarily buy the game. Like Brawlhalla. But yeah. Well, like, Brawlhalla. Oh yeah. Well, I was gonna say like like Fortnite. Um, all these like different battle royale games that are on PC, mm. they're free to play, but some of them don't look finished. Yeah, like if you want like the extra content or the the skins, the skins the or, the, or the new guns, yeah, or the emotes yeah. and then the dance moves, you gotta pay uh, like that extra one ninety nine for it, and it's like, oh yeah. cool, I want this, I want that. So even though it didn't seem like much, you know, that's, <laughs> you know up. once there's like, oh cool, I want these four guns. You know, and the guns are typically a little more expensive, so you're like, oh, cool, they're like $15. And then here's all these skins. Oh, that's another $20. It looks and then so nice. The, it's animated. It's this. Yeah. And then the dance moves, it's like, there's $50. It's like, damn. the companies have started to push the boundaries on how much they can ask. Because I remember when season passes used to be a thing for games. Well, they still are, but Not season pass is basically a, a pass that you pay, spend an uh, amount of money for, and then you basically have access to different expansions of the game, basically where they mm-hmm. add more content in. And I remember back in the day, like when season passes used to like be a, like they first came out. Something. Yeah, it was, they were 20 bucks, you know, for almost every game that mm-hmm. you saw. And now the season pass is like 50 bucks. Which is yeah. a whole nother on, game. On top of an already $60 game. So yeah. to start to add up. And then on top of that, you have the microtransactions to buy skins in the game, yeah. uh, you know, weapons, that's additional yeah. money. And they're basically just starting to push the boundary of how much they can ask for for the initial game, or the to get all the content. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I think one of the one of the games that I guess I would say kind of recently in the last like three years, I would feel kind of did it right was when um, Dice did um, Battlefield One. Okay. Um, and the reason with that is because like yeah, you could get the the season pass and. 
But the only thing the season pass gave you, aside from skins, was you got the new maps, but you only got them a month earlier than than everybody else. So that pretty much means if uh, you know this map was supposed to come out in March, I got it in February. But then once after February was over, in March everybody got it. So it didn't really, you know, it didn't really make a difference unless you're a hardcore gamer and you do that for a living or something. You know, you want to get the feel of the map. Like they, they kind of did it right where it's like if you're willing to wait, you know, just wait because yeah. you're eventually gonna get it. Yeah. I, I know that a lot of people don't necessarily like the, the map expansions for Call of Duty because they think it just breaks up the community. I've never bought a season pass for a Call of Duty game, and I never will because there's no point. Because they usually, the Call of Duties always usually come out every October or November. Because mm-hmm. I think this one, this year comes out in October, they usually come out in November. Yeah. And the, after that, they usually stop supporting the game. Right, like, sometimes you may get a rare occasion where they keep, you know, do a little updates here and there. But yeah. they usually stop support after a year. Why am I going to spend $60 for the main game, $50 for the season pass, yeah. and then buy microtransactions at the end of the game, and you're going to be done with the game within a year? No. Like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. And I think that also has to do with, like, popularity because I remember when the first Modern Warfare came out, from Modern Warfare 1 to Black Ops, I mean, it was like a two-year difference, you know? And then from uh, from Black Ops to uh, Modern Warfare 2 was like another two-year difference. And then after that, it was like, oh, well, we're just coming out with a new game every year, and then it turned into every six months, and it was like, all right, these companies are only doing these specific types of games. You know, this company is doing this type, and you know, this company is doing you know, a different, and that's what it kind of turned into. Where we're at the position we're at now, where yeah. it's like, cool, Call of Duty, you know, World War Two came out, but the exact exact yeah. six, seven months later, oh, Black Ops Four comes out, and I guarantee you, after Black Ops Four comes out, you know, they're gonna do another game in seven, eight months. So it's like, yeah. you know, because they, I mean, it, 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 makes, it, it comes out every year, October, November, and. You see a, a couple of game series like the Assassin's Creed series, like they took off a year just because people were getting fatigued on the franchise. Yeah, yeah. they were people another starting recurring, to, yeah. they were recurring game also. And people we are now, especially with like Call of Duty and all that, they're just basically remaking the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we don't get any new content, so it never takes a push because they're too busy doing this one. Well, now you get Battle Royale. Oh, fucking yeah. Fortnite <laughs> has taken over the game. Yeah. yeah. Which, well, honestly, I think that's probably why... Um, Fortnite is doing so well because it's fresh. It's, it, it's, it's fresh. It's new, and the updates for season one to season five, they don't cost nothing, unless you want the extra skins. I mean, it's like you can still play the game without having to pay for. It. You still get all that content without actually having to pay for it. Now, if you want to do the whole, you know, uh, story mode and all that, you know, version of it, uh, yeah, you can pay for that, but. It comes most, out free sometime this year. Or yeah, year. exactly. And so most people aren't, they're either not going to pay for it or they're just like, nah, I don't even want to play it. I don't yeah. even want to play it. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not even worth me paying for it. So, I mean, that's probably why they're doing it because it's like, as, you know, it's like, why am I going to pay so much money? I could just get me a console. Fortnite's the hottest game right now. It's out. It's like, free. Yeah. I feel like the story could be free as well, but I feel like they're just focusing so much time into the multiplayer well, because they know that that's where the money's coming from. It's gonna be free. Like some people have it. I think they paid for it because mm-hmm. I can't fucking get into it for some reason. But um, when you when you log into it, it said it's gonna be free sometime in 2018. Yeah. But I feel like it might be 2019 based off of all of the work they're putting into the multiplayer mm-hmm. because. 
everyone's playing that right now. And I think it's because not a whole lot of people have access to the main one. Well, you know what's funny is I saw something um, the other day, and people were, like, making, uh, uh, like, in, like theories. I guess I haven't played it recently, um, but I guess depending on what house you go to or whatever, there's, like, a countdown on, like, the TV. And it's, well, like... That was uh, the last season, but, yeah, I think... Uh, maybe, like, maybe. It's still going on, though, right? The countdown, is it really? still going no. on? No. I thought it was, it was over. already over. Yeah, the rocket launch... So, the countdown was for the rocket launch. Yeah, okay. And when the rocket launch happened, <laughs> it created a rift in the sky, and that was towards the end of season four, which was last season. Mm. And it now season five has started, and that rift is still there. You now have rifts, like, throughout the map that you can go through and fucking dive into the sky and go somewhere else if you wanted to. Oh, that's and cool. there's like a map change. There's now a desert area where the jail was. Um, there's more trees and dusty. Get back into this. <laughs> yeah, Risky's Risky's redone. There's a mountain over by Snobby and uh, Flush where it has a Viking theme. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, the villain's lair no longer has a rocket. It's still there, but it just doesn't have a rocket mm, anymore. Okay. So I was gonna say, I was like, man, I wonder if they would like if that countdown has any, had anything to do with making the game free. But I guess not. Nah, it was just but, the rocket launch. Yeah, because I know, I know from, I think we were discussing this, um, from what I had read, it was like, like late fall mm-hmm. of 2018 is when it's supposed to be, the story mode's supposed to be free for like, yeah. everybody. So, I mean, I guess we'll wait, but yeah, if they're doing, you know, if they're putting all their effort and all their work into the multiplayer, it might come out like in 2019 or something. Yeah. You know, they may push it back just to be like, look, we would want to do it, but we're focusing on this. This is hot right now. I mean, from what I read, it was like the other day, they're already like, I think they already hit the billion mark. I don't know if it was like 1.4, it was 4.1, but it was one of those. It was like, yeah, yeah they already hit the billion mark yeah. with everything. I was like, dang. Because those skins, those dance moves are pretty cool. Yeah. I wanted the twist. It was like, it was super nice, the music that went with it. I wanted it so badly, yeah. but I am so broke, I missed it. And I was like, no, so people keep dancing and using the twist. It's like, how dare you throw that in my face? <laughs> I think that microtransactions alone, like in games, have brought companies so much revenue. I think uh, I, I read something like a while back. I think GTA Five is the oh, yeah. highest like earning game, yeah. or highest earning microtransaction game. Not even that. It's, I think they were saying like media, like, like within like oh, wow. so that meaning like movies like if it was like over time yeah um and i think i read somewhere that they said that the game alone just off microtransactions makes 500 grand every three months damn yeah because it's really that, it's really hard yeah. to rack up money in that yeah. game you have to like pay like weird amounts of money to just become a ceo and get a company and then another weird amount of money to get helicopters and stuff yeah. so people rely on microtransactions to like help them boost in the game, because yeah. I'm still like really low in status. I don't play as much as, as other games, but I feel like with the amount of time that I put into the game, I should have more money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I, I think uh, honestly, I think PC gaming is what ruined it because, like when you know when World of uh, Warcraft like first came out, like it was you pretty much you had got the game and that was it, and then they started doing all the expansion packs and it was like oh yeah nine dollars yeah. you know got a whole thing oh here's another expansion pack nine dollars oh Actually, and, then, and then you can buy little stuff here and there and i think these companies started realizing how much people were actually willing to pay 
And they're like, oh, because, I mean, if you think about it, you know, $5 doesn't sound like a lot. And at it, the time. At the time. <laughs> but then once you start doing it more, you're like, man, I'm just racking up, you know, money on this. So you just reminded me because I said that, like, all my, like, expansions I've been in for about 10 years. I think that's about 10 years on console. Like, I didn't even think about PC. Like, they've yeah. been in games for a while. Because I think they, for World of Warcraft, I think they just, their new expansion is coming out in August. So it's like their seventh or eighth expansion. Yeah. That's coming out soon. Yeah, and World of Warcraft came out, I think, in, like, 2003, 2004. You know, so, yeah, they've been doing, you know, and they've been doing microtransactions. For a long time. You know, for yeah. a long time. Well, even then, when it first came out at that time, it was just Warcraft. And then... It wasn't until like the third expansion that it became World of Warcraft. Yeah, because oh. like the game is, I think like isn't the base game free now? Because initially there was a price for it, but yeah. I think a lot of companies are starting to go towards the let's make a free to play game where you can download it for free, and yeah. then if you want extras, pay us more money. Yeah. Which I think could work in the long run. Is you have that game to play, you at least have the basics to play the mm -hmm. game, but now they have the the option in the consumer do they want to spend money to get these cool things yeah. because then a it gives the companies a way to earn that money that they've been trying to get yeah. without forcing us to get it and paying sixty dollars for yeah. for all of it and then you you start to get to like that negative side of microtransactions because some people don't mind the ones like fortnite where you're just only paying for cosmetics so you're only paying for stuff to look cool but then you start to get microtransactions where you games are like it's pay to win, so you basically pay to get better guns that give yeah. you an advantage over people that don't have them. Yeah. And there's some games I play where I, you know, I did buy like weapons just mainly because like I play the games. I know I'm gonna be playing it a lot, but I know that that's not a business model that people really want. Yeah, and like I feel like, especially after watching um, this most recent uh, E3, I think microtransactions like we've already reached the tipping point. Mm -hmm. Like people are just frustrated like you know like we were talking about the last part in the last podcast uh, podcast um you know like when we talked about destiny and like anthem and and star wars where it's like we're getting these games that are not even fully built where it's like oh yeah cool um here's a fraction of the game if you want to get the rest of it you got to pay it's like i already threw down sixty dollars yeah like you i because like, i you I, know and, and people have been if you look at the forums and and you read all that stuff people are just like up in arms where it's like you know what fine dude if you want to you know jip us on games here and there we're just not going to buy it anymore mm -hmm. and you you know as a company you're going to be losing out millions of dollars yeah. you know and i feel like like even my like myself i had to be like smart as a consumer like of games that i bought now because in 2016 was like a rough year as far as like buying games because there was a lot of games that were hyped up to be like so great and yeah. then they come out and they're just terrible mm -hmm. and it's uh like i played destiny one and it was a game uh that i it was terrible year one and then after year two it got better yeah because, they, because i i bought that game i bought the season pass going up in like before the game even came out i thought it was so bad that i traded in before the first piece of content for the season pass even came out because yeah. i was like i just don't want to play this game again yeah. i was like i want to just get it out of here but ended up playing all of it because like, i had a friend who gave me a copy of it who said you know play it you know it's good it's but, but, it's exact, <laughs> but it's exactly that is, yeah it took year two mm -hmm. for it to get good. It's like, it should have been good from the get-go. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was saying the same thing because uh, No Man's Sky, we were just talking about that before we started the podcast. This uh, game came out two years ago and like reviewers were trashing on it, but everyone yeah. said, everyone that I hear that plays it now because they just did this new update and that was on Xbox now, they, says, they say it's great. 
But I'm like, you know, I needed it great day one, not two years later. Not two years later. Yeah, because See, by then we've already moved on. And the so. thing about that is, is that game companies they have to like, they kind of have to meet a quota, mm-hmm. for like le- lack of better terms, and they have to release a game at yeah. a certain time. Mm-hmm. So they'd rather rush it to get a game out and mm-hmm. to get their name out there instead of giving us a full game when it's going to be a full game. Yeah. I would rather wait a year or two for that cool game and wait for that hype yeah. to build instead of having that hype there and then have a half-assed game where I'm like, well, this is shit. And some of the yeah. times like I know it's not the developer's fault is usually yeah. the publishers because the publisher's just like, hey, you have to have a game out by quarter three. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or and else. it's not like, necessarily the, the, the developers themselves. It's just the company in general. Yeah. So it's like not the people actually working on it. They work really hard. Oh, a yeah. lot goes into making a game. Mm-hmm. Like, they spend hours and yeah. hours and hours. I don't think people realize how much like how much dude, time actually goes into it. Just as an artist, I, I take forever. It's like, I have to come up with how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna place it here, there, there? And it's like, and then it's like once you actually get it, it's like, all right, yeah. cool. Now put it into a game. It's all right, right. idea switched. <laughs> Let's go this way. Well, I just spent all of that time doing this. Why are we switching ideas? And it's like, and I I feel for the developers. And then they have this time crunch where they have to do it, so they have to cut corners. They have to do this. They know they can patch it up later. Yeah. I would rather wait for a full game, take that time to make it. Yeah, because I and think, have a really good game. Yeah, because I, I I think it would be better, like as a consumer, I wouldn't mind spending a year, a year and a half, maybe even two years, playing the game, trying to get all the trophies because like cool, I got a full complete yeah. game. I want to try to unlock everything before the next one comes out. But it's fine. I can do this in two years. Not, I only got six months to do this. Yeah, you know. And I feel like, like I was uh, I was talking to you after we did the last podcast is that I feel like since games are connected to the internet a lot of these publishers are just like well you could fix the game in a couple months I'm like by then like I don't want to play the game anymore but it's yeah I feel like since games are connected to the internet now that they can patch the game later the publishers have just become lazy yeah they're just like well you can fix the game game later it's like their workaround because when you had games on like the GameCube or like NES when it went out, the game went out the door, said they You're were done. done, that was it. That was the yeah. game you got. It, there's no fixing it, you know, yeah. later on. Well, that, that's the whole reason. Like, it's because of games like that. Like, even before, you know, we it got into the whole uh, multiplayer online. That's why all these consoles made so much money. That's why, you know, the original PlayStation made so much money. The Nintendo 64, the GameCube. You know, uh, the Sega, all those, is because it's exactly that. Once you got the money, I mean, well, I mean, not the money, but once you got the game, it was money well spent, and mm-hmm. you got the full game. Mm-hmm. And that was that. Like, you didn't have to worry about it being patched up later. Even if you had it, you know, you had to wait a year, two years for it to come out, you're like, that's fine. And, you know, I, I guess the downside to that is, is that if you were to buy a bad game at the time, then it's not getting fixed. It's yeah. That you yeah. got a bad game. But, same same deal with you would do today. You know, just wait till the game gets reviews. They say it's bad. Yeah. Then it may be bad, but of course, maybe to give it a test if you can somewhere. Yeah. And I, I can Most understand on a company side, like the publishers and whatnot, when back in the day you couldn't fix a game, they would get their money when they dropped the game, mm-hmm. like in periods. Yeah. But now that they're able to fix it, they can produce more. And I feel like their thinking is. 
we can get money for this game at this time and then more this time for this game and go and go and just they roll back for the patches but more increments in money revenue because yeah. there's i was gonna say like as far as like testing the game out like most of the time like there's game series that i enjoy playing but i know that i would never spend 60 dollars on yeah i just get them from redbox like the assassin's creed series i i haven't bought one since black flag like i refuse to give them 60 dollars for it because like <laughs> Yeah, I feel like their games like I, this new one looks pretty good, but yeah. so the last one was in Egypt. I wanted an Egyptian one since three. Yeah, and I played it and I hated it, so I was like, yeah, hey, it's going back. Didn't even finish it. I like I, I got like halfway through and I was like, I can't. Yeah, I know people said it was good, but I'm like, man, I wait for I, them I to be on even, sale. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even play it, and then I remember when uh, when Unity came out, and everyone was like, oh yeah, you can uh, now. That one too. Yeah, it's like you can now uh, assassinate with your friends online. And I was like, yeah, it sounds like a cool idea. And I just waited, and it was like, nope, it's broken. To this day, it's I, broken. Like, Well, they, they apparently broken. fixed it now, but I, I redboxed that one, too, because I, I played that one, and I didn't remember any, like, game-breaking things. Like, I played the story. I play, I finished that one. I played the story, beat it, played the co-op. Co-op was okay. Like, it wasn't great. It was mainly just going to the building, sneak in, take out yeah. these people, but... I really enjoyed the multiplayer, but I felt like they have different like uh, studios working on each different game. Yeah. It feels so different from the next game to the next game to the next game that it just didn't feel the same. Yeah. As far as like you have multiplayer, and they're like, "Oh, we're scrapping that. We're gonna go to the next one." Like it's not gonna have it's gonna have co op. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, honestly, yeah. I, I think going back to Call of Duty, I think they're the the company that that did it like that to where like when you start seeing. Um, you know, certain series where it's like, all right, cool. Um, company A is doing, you know, the first game. Company B is doing the second game. Company C is doing the third game, which is like okay at times, but then it's like, man, at the same, yeah, exactly. And then at the same time, like, you're, it's exactly that. Your consistency or even the engine in which, you know, it's, it's ran on just sucks because it's like, oh man, the first one was good. Second one was better. Third one was shitty. Yeah. It should be, you know, if the first one was good, second one should be better, third one should be the best, of, you know, of all of them. Like, it, it should just get better with each time. But, you know, since there's so many companies out there, everybody wants to create games, everybody wants to get their shots, you know, we end up getting these shit games that we're paying money for because we're like, man, the first two was good, the third game has to be, you know, just as good, and then you get it, and it's like, yeah. no. And yeah, I, you know. I talk about this on a daily basis, but Mass Effect. Andromeda, I was so hyped up for that. I actually liked that game. I loved it. I loved the idea of it and it's more story building, but it wasn't made by the same Bioware. It was made by Montreal. Yeah. So I feel like if they just gave it to the original company, it could have been better and they should have waited for everything to be done yeah. instead of giving us a half-broken game. I feel like but uh, Bioware, I think at the time they were working on Anthem that's coming yeah. out soon. And I would have waited. I would have waited for it to for them to be done with Anthem to get another one. But instead, they they gave it to Montreal, and it, I felt like it was underrated at the time. Didn't they, I think that game isn't even. I mean, it's probably a year old now. But I was. Yeah. It. I think they said they stopped support on it already. Yeah, they they, like, they broke down Montreal. Yeah, because they're just like, well, we're done with it. Yeah, now. because it was a flop at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. I liked it. It was pretty cool. Well, I, I mean, more. It, it well going back to that. It's kind of like. Uh, like the Halo games, everybody was all hyped up on Halo. So, 
you know, being a, you know, being a, a PS, you know, guy, like I've, I've always owned these Nothing But Playstations. Um, if I was ever going to buy an Xbox, it would have been for Halo back in the day, but that game's so diluted now, it's not even worth it anymore. But that was the one thing that Xbox always, you know, was known like for. That, that, yeah, that's what they're always known for, and they were always like, you know, yeah, cool. Um, like that, PlayStation yeah. has this, but Xbox, we have Halo. We have Bungie. Yeah. Bungie created Halo. And then when once Bungie finally got released and we got Destiny, it was like, all right, cool, we're finally going to get something like Halo. And then we're like, <laughs> no. Because nope. I was going to say, like, I can't really think of like a long-running, as far as like a, a long-running franchise shooter on PlayStation that is like, Succeeded. Yeah, because they, they, I mean, they've had some good shooters, but it's like they're an exclusive only to PlayStation though. Because Halo was selling Xboxes. It was yeah. That was there really is no franchise shooter on PlayStation that we had. Yeah. I mean, I I love the Killzone series, even though like the last two weren't great. I thought the best one was two. Yeah, two was great. But yeah. um, it it didn't really get a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of hype behind it. Yeah. It didn't really get great reception I guess like in the last especially with the last two entries but yeah I, I, like I didn't even play uh, what was it uh, last one Shadow Shadow Fall yeah I played it for a little bit but it was it, it at the time it was like it came out with the PS4 launch it had like the best graphics at the time I thought. yeah but um yeah like it it wasn't great yeah it looked like it went a completely uh, different direction as far as story goes from the first two yeah you know the, and that's the only thing that irritated me. I guess with the, with the third um, Killzone game was it was just like, oh cool, this is part two of two. So it's like, what? I felt like three and Shadowfall they were trying to like emulate Call of Duty as far as like the mechanics. Yeah. And I thought they were doing great just doing their own thing because they had cool stuff that was it exclusive was probably, just to Killzone. Yeah, and they probably were like in other shooters as well, but it was they were finding their own niche and then yeah. they just say like oh well let's just carbon copy what Call of Duty is doing because they're mm-hmm. popping right now because I think around the time it was like around the time that yeah because I think Modern Warfare 3 was coming out yeah yeah so. yeah because yeah because the first Black Ops and Modern Warfare 2 had just gotten out with I think right around the time that uh, Killzone 3 mm-hmm. and uh, Shadowfall had came out so yeah I mean it was like oh well Shadowfall and that type of that type of you know, style shooter is popular. We'll just copy that. Shadowfall yeah. was out before the PlayStation 4 was even out because I had the game before the console was even out. <laughs> so you're like, mm, I want yeah. to play this <laughs> so bad right now. But that's the thing. Like, they, were selling, they were selling PlayStation 4 games before the console was even out. Man, it's yeah. yeah. It's like, this is going to be so great. So that you can play it day one. Yeah. 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 It's like, I'm still waiting for day one. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm this like, is day zero right now. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm still waiting. Like, I got the games because I, I got the PlayStation day one. I was like, you know, I want to have the games to play when I get it. And that was, I had like that and Assassin's Creed 4, which was like the last like good one, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion, but I know people like the Egyptian one. I, yeah. It looks cool. Yeah. It looks beautiful. I thought it did too, but as far as the story, I was just couldn't get into it. And I feel like that's where game, game companies are lacking is they're too busy on multiplayer and not giving us an, enough story. But on the flip side, everyone wants multiplayer. And I didn't realize that until last night when I had all these people to play with, but no one was playing anything that was multiplayer. And I was like, I could play my one-player game, 
but I kind of want to talk to people. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, and I was, I've been like talking to people about that as well. And I story, I think story games are great because I want the new yeah. Spider Man. I played God of War this year. I think those games are gonna, well, yeah. Spider Man is gonna be great. Yeah. But it's like as far as like from the dev standpoint, they're like, well, multiplayer is gonna give us more money. So yeah. it's like, yeah. it's like the kid that's watching another kid with ice cream and they don't. They're just like, but they have. They're having fun with all this money. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's just. Where's yeah. my ice cream? Yeah, and, and then you know that's why they want to focus only on multiplayer. That's yeah. why uh, this new Call of Duty this year they scrapped sto- story altogether. Really? Yeah. 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 Well, that's what because you get that because yeah. you're getting that instead of uh, you're getting battle royale instead of uh, story. So they scrapped it all together. And then like I tried to tell people like, well, maybe not get this game because if you support this game. They're gonna be like, more. yeah, they're gonna be like, okay, well, we can just keep, we can just start sc- scrapping story now because that's the same yeah. thing with zombies. Like zombies was in Call of Duty World War Two, mm-hmm. and they saw the su- success of that, and they were like, okay, we're gonna put that into every game now. Now I don't even necessarily like zombies, but it has become a staple now because yeah, of the success of one. Yeah. So all it takes is one game to do really well with battle royale and no story, and they're like, okay, great, we'll never have story again. Yeah. Yeah, because that's exactly how zombies. Like I've never been. A huge fan of zombies. Like I'll play it here and there. You know, when I get bored, I'm like, eh, I want to do something new, so I'll do it. But I know some people that are just like, oh my god, like I cannot wait for zombies. Like yeah. it's exactly that. Like they love playing Call of Duty strictly just yeah. for zombies. Yeah, and I know. Like, and there's some people that I know that get caught only for the multiplayer and zombies. They don't play story at all. Yeah. But like I think it's just because I'm not into zombie franchises anymore. Just because like I got fatigued on Walking Dead and quit the show. Like, yeah, <laughs> I stopped after like in between. I watched it twice and I keep stopping the same fucking episode. <laughs> I I quit like a season and a half ago, I think. Yeah. Okay. Walking Dead? Yeah, like it's yeah. it got bad. It, yeah. It's still bad, I think. Yeah, they well I mean like obviously it's like it's based off the comic book, but mm-hmm. um it, yeah, well, it, loosely based. <laughs> yeah, loosely based because it's like it's the same characters but just in different formats or um, instead of like now it's like it's always been like oh Daryl's like the second hand guy. Now it, it, used, it used to be uh, like in the comic books it was uh, Abraham, mm-hmm. um, and they have known each other. Like it's just like all the characters are there. They just rearranged everything. Yeah. And I'm just like uh, you should have stuck with the comic book. Now Andrew Lincoln, the main guy that plays Ricky, leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. So it was um um I think what's her face uh I believe it was Michelle. Michelle. I Michelle. Didn't hear that, but yeah. I I mean Michelle. You're on a show for like. Nine, ten years, of course, you may want to... Yeah, yeah, Michonne, I heard, um, yeah, he's leaving, and Michonne, the, the actor that plays Michonne is leaving. But you don't um, so long. The actor yeah. that plays Daryl, I guess he's asking for more money, or he's yeah. leaving. Because that's the thing, <laughs> like, So he's just like, I want more money, or I'm leaving. Because they know that, like, the show's gonna, like, well, he, it he, knows, that, he knows the show's gonna be on his back then, because, yeah. like, he's a popular character, and... Yeah, and without, as soon as he leaves, that franchise is going down. Well, yeah, remember, like, like, it's downward now, but... I mean, like, remember, like, was it two years ago when uh, Glenn had died? Mm -hmm. And everybody was, like, you know, they were hyping it up. They're like, somebody's dying. We don't know who. I knew who, and I haven't even watched it. And and it was, like, but people were, like, if Daryl dies, we riot. Yeah, because there's there's characters that are super safe, and, like, they know that if they were to kill him off, that show would would not see the numbers. Yeah, it would definitely. Even though I think it's already having low yeah, yeah, it's Lower been having low numbers for a while. But like, it's still still higher than like you know reality TV. Yeah. Yeah. Course, but when when the Glenn yeah, episode, yeah, like I was gonna say like uh, Real Housewives. Of <laughs> I don't I don't know much about shows. 
shows, but anyway, when the Glenn episode came around, when it was like a week or two before it was supposed to air, mm-hmm. my aunt was talking about because she's like super big into the Walking Dead series, and um, I was talking about it previously with someone else that I knew, mm-hmm. and I was talking to her, and she's like, "Yeah, someone's supposed to die, and I can't, I can't figure out who." And I was like, "Well, if it's anything like the comics, I probably know who it is." Yeah. yeah. And she's like, "Who? No, don't tell me. Wait." She's like, no, but okay. And I was like, if it's like the comic books, it's gonna be Glenn. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's not, it's not. And then as soon as it aired, she called me after it and she's like, I can't believe you said it was Glenn. It was yeah. Glenn, his eye popped out, yeah, his head bashed in. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sorry, but if it's like the comic books, it was gonna happen. Yeah, there was, I mean, there were some things they did right as far as like with that show going to the comic books. Yeah. Um, you know. But it just, yeah, I mean, they, they steered completely uh, away from it. And I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Well, because they don't want people to know it's it's drama TV. Drama yeah. needs that spin factor. And if they go solely with the comic books, then people know what's happened. But I don't care. I yeah. want to see what I have seen <laughs> in person. Yeah. Especially when they make books to movies. Yeah. I want to see the book. And if you cut like three fourths the book out and you just breeze over all the topics, it's like, which where is, is this one? Which was like just about every Lord of the Rings movie too. Yeah, well, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, like them. I love them. I love well, them. I mean, the Lord of the Rings, like I don't know. I always gotta get back again. So. Yeah, I mean, like, like, <laughs> like those, those were good, but like they did compared to the book, they did cut out like quite a bit. Yeah, I know. I mean, The Giver. Oh my God, I read that book like seven times. The movie was disappointing. Yeah, it really was. They breezed over all of the important details. Everything that was important. <laughs> like, you need to know why he's a killer. Yeah. You need to know why he's attached to this baby. You need to know why he's, you know, giving the memories to this baby. You need to know why he's doing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> the movies are exactly, like, the same as the games. It's like, yeah. we're only getting a fraction of it. Like, yeah. no, no, if you want to get the extra scenes, yeah. that's going to cost you. If you want more flavors, you can yeah. pay more. If you want to see the full movie and all these deleted scenes, you get one scoop. You know, you're gonna have to get the season pass for this movie. It's like, what the hell? And <laughs> I just want the movie. Yeah. Because I mean, like I've I've been burned on games that just have like zero content as far as like so Destiny One. Mm-hmm. I felt like when you play, I played the beta for that game. The beta was almost the as far as like the, the base standard game was with no season pass mm-hmm. was probably. I feel like that's what I bought. It was more. It was. It was <laughs> more. I felt like it was more than half the game. Yeah. And it was like maybe a couple missions after that, and then you were done. Yeah. And then the rest was just if you pay us, gave us more money, then we can give you more games. Yeah, I think what they do too, and I hate it, um, is like they sell you on how beautiful the game is. Because there's some games that oh, are just like, goodness. you know, like like you see it where, where you're just like, man, like you just look at the game, and you're like. You have any idea how much you know work they put into that, and then you, in your mind you think if they put you know 150 hours into just this one scene, yeah. mm-hmm. you know for one person did that, and there's like 30 people, you know, so like if each one put 150 hours into this one scene, this game has to be great because they're gonna do the exact same thing for the rest of the game. Yeah, and it's like no, I think we nope. I think we That's talked about that on the first podcast because it was like. Watch Dogs 2, when that, it got shown at E3 first in 2012, and it was, like, super highly rendered and everything. All the trailers looked great. 
and then the game came out in 2014 and it flopped because yeah. well it, I think it sold well but reception wasn't great yeah. because they hyped it up to be a game that looked you know so pretty in the trailers and then it comes yeah. out they toned down the graphics and everything you know the story wasn't great and because then high, and, and high quality art takes a lot of memory yeah it takes forever to render and you're like are you gonna lag are you gonna yeah gonna play and they and I feel like they they show it off as that because they know that you won't get it if it looks yeah lower but quality quality if you can just make it like a medium quality where it's playable and pretty yeah. or cartoon style like Fortnite. but that's the thing like, I feel like a lot of games you know as far as like you don't lag like because like the Uncharted series like great beautiful environments you don't Uncharted lag. was great yeah. you don't lag it's, it's yeah. a lot of but that's the thing like I know that like comparing one dev to another is always hard yeah but it's like and art styles change between game to game all the time and then yeah, the software like, that, I, that allows you to yeah but it's like I know really it can be that. done yeah so, yeah. so and that's why something is hard yeah it, oh, and then it also depends on the on the, the hardware that's actually in the game like like on the console itself like you know that's honestly that's probably why like I think People always talk about like, oh, PC games will, whatever. Was like, yeah, you can customize that with, you know, obviously with, uh, you know, PS4 or Xbox. You kind of just have to deal with what you get, you you know, whatever's in there. I mean, if you're into that, you could possibly modify it, and and but that's gonna cost you more money. It's the same thing. And I and I get like, I understand PC is always gonna likely be stronger than consoles, but it's like if I I have a console because if I'm flying home to Indiana. Yeah. I can throw my console into a luggage, there throw the go. controllers in, throw the mic in, and I'm gone. Yep. I can't do that with a PC. I can, but without paying ridiculous fees in luggage fees. Yeah, yeah and so if I, you brought a PC on, chances are they're going to break, it. break yeah. it or go through it and be like, whoa, whoa, what's this? What's this? Mm-hmm. What's this? Yeah. And well, like, that was my computer. <laughs> and I don't want to like, game on my phone. Like We were just looking at a gaming phone before the podcast, but it's like, I don't want to game on my phone because I just don't play a lot of games on my phone at yeah, all. Yeah, same here. And Fortnite, as I've fun never, as it may be, it isn't really a... Mobile you know, game. It is, well, it is a mobile game on yeah, phone, but, but it's, it's not really, as far as like texture-wise, it's yeah. not really ex- extensive with the renders and everything. Yeah, yeah I, I, and I feel like a lot of, um, like, you know, they went back, like, all these games that come out, they're so pretty, and, you know, you see all the, the graphics and, you know, just the minute detail that just goes into it, you're like, man, like, that is, yeah. that is great. Like, honestly, for me, that's what sells me on a game, because that's, that's how I feel. I'm like, if you put so much time and effort into making this game look so realistic, mm-hmm. like, the game has to be good, and then we end up getting it. It's like, yeah. it's half-assed, and then people end up blaming the company. It's like, you should, it's exactly that. You shouldn't blame the company or even blame the developers or the artists blame the publishers because they're the yeah. one that put this you know we, we, we have to you gotta you know it's like think about any artist it, you know Picasso it's like oh well you gotta paint the Mona Lisa but instead of taking you months to do it you know you got about you yeah. know three 10 hours. minutes or you three got, hours you, you know it's like what? you got till Tuesday yeah <laughs> yeah. And, that, and that's the thing like I know like EA is a publisher that a lot of people give crap for and rightfully so because they are ones that Microtransaction kings. Yeah, they because yeah. they they especially what they did with the Star Wars game. Yeah. Uh, so I I don't know if you did you play you guys didn't play the Star Wars game. I played Battlefront One. At least the last two. new two. I have two. So I played one and I super disappointed with the two. 
I didn't play two, but I played one. But my thing is that, like, if you burn me on the first game, I'm not going to get the sequel. Yeah. Because I think I was talking about that in the first series. Like, I played Watch Dogs 1, they burned me on it. I was like, I'm not going to get two. Well, see, here was my thing is, like, I had, so, like, I had initially played Battlefield 1 and 2, like, a while back when it was, like, uh, on part of the PS2. Mm-hmm. I spent hours, dude. Me and my yeah. cousins would be up just, you know, going through that game because it wasn't online, but you could do the you know, four-player, um, you know, multi, uh, multiplayer or co-op or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. It was a really, really fun game. They yeah. had missions, they had challenges, and we would do that all day. It was really fun. So they got rid of that in Battlefield 1, but then they brought it back in Battlefield 2. And, and, and my thing was like, oh, cool. They were going back to the roots. They did have co-op in the Star Wars game, the first one. It yeah, was, but they didn't have any story mode or nothing. Yeah, they didn't have story mode. No. It was only a uh, two-person co-op, but they did have... Like that co-op essence. Yeah. And but it was like, like missions and stuff. But like in the original ones, there was like, you could do four player. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was, there, there were just tons of missions. Yeah. And then, so when the second came out and they introduced story mode and more of these missions, I was like, oh, they're going back to the roots. Finally, they heard, yeah. you know, our voice, you know? Yeah. And, that, and, that's and like, then it was like, no. That was my other thing with like microtransactions and a lot. So like usually when you get a multiplayer game, as far as like PvP, your fight facing other players, usually you have how many maps would you say are on the game? At least four. Yeah. I would say... At the very least. Yeah, I would say four is probably the standard now. Because... Well, that's... I don't... Some, because, game, some games have about... Some games have six. And, I mean, like, I know uh, Battlefield 1 had six. Uh, Call of Duty, typically, they'll start you off around four or five. I, th- I, see, I would think Call of Duty is like six. Because I think four is super low. Because that's what the first Star Wars game had. It had four maps. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is it was ridiculous. I was like, yeah. four games, but that's four the maps. Very least. But, and then they were like, if you want more maps, <laughs> yeah. buy the season. Like I, <laughs> I played but, Battlefront, the first one, for like a couple weeks because I was playing with friends, and then I got like super bored with it. I was like, yeah. I don't want to play this anymore. So yeah. it's four maps. <laughs> it's like you're, you're playing on the same maps back to back. And mm-hmm. yeah, I know some, some devs, they will release maps for free, but they were just what you got yeah because yeah, like with Battlefield I mean uh, yeah Battlefield 1 um, there was four maps but the way they did it depending on whether you're playing um, you know like Domination or you're playing Operation um, like you were only op- so it was like four maps but they were huge maps but if you play Domination all right, they only put you in this area but if you play Operation you got a full blown map and which was cool because it was like all right, uh, is this the same one? And then, like, as you're trekking through it, you're like, oh, yeah, I played this map before. I've just never played this area. Yeah. And that was their kind of way of going around. Like, they spent a lot of time into making these huge, massive maps. But it was just like, all right, cool. We're only playing Domination. You don't need this huge-ass map. This game's going to last forever if you play that. Or if you played, a, you know, like a team deathmatch type of style. Like, yeah. you're never going to finish this game. So they kind of crunch you into one area um, and that's it but then like once you start getting into the bigger games where there's like 32 on 32 you know there's like nope we got a full blown um, you, it's in the water it's in the air it's <laughs> everywhere yeah. you know and that's what I liked about it um, you know compared to other games I didn't really mind the four maps because they were big and you got to experience everything you know so it was they, they I think they did it right as far as you know, coming out with just like that as being the basis. And the game for Friday the Thirteenth 
they started off with three maps. Yeah. But they were like super huge See, at the time. But the, I was gonna say like I forgive them for that because yeah. that was an indie like Kickstarter game. Like, yeah, and this like, was, like I, a I big agree publisher. With it. But when they started, you know, putting out patches and, and updating it, they actually gave us more maps. They gave us a smaller version of each of the maps they gave us previously. So we had a big okay. large. And then they gave us an even bigger map called Jarvis House. I absolutely hate it. And instead of giving us a smaller version, they gave us another map that was even bigger called <laughs> yeah. Pinehurst. I was like, I hate these two. So we play on the three normals, like big and small. And we, we try to avoid Jarvis and pa- or, uh, Pinehurst altogether because they're way too big. Like, you don't get a map. Maps hardly spawn. And then on Pinehurst, there's too many houses. Like, oh, you can't find anything that you need. So, like, the car will be up here, but the battery and the gas is, like, all the way down here. And then the boat's down here, mm-hmm. but the gas and the propeller's all the way up here. It's like, what? And by the time you yeah. get it all, you're dead. Yeah. So and it's like you die instantly with that. The thing with that, like, like, and that's why fans are so fickle, because, like, they gave out a ton of free content for that game, mm-hmm. and then when they finally said, okay, well, now you're going to have to pay for, like, a Jason, then they got mad. Well, yeah. Why are you making us pay for it? Because we gave you so much for free. We yeah. gave you free Jasons already. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're, we make you pay for a couple of things. Oh, like, yeah. I, I don't want to pay now. Like, they have some my, uh, microtransactions, but you at least get most of the game yeah. when you buy it. And they, like, update it here and there, but I can... The only thing I think they're having us pay for is Savini Jason, mm-hmm. um, because he was the Pretty Kickstarter cool. one. So if you if you bought it, if you you know was a part of the Kickstarter, you actually got him for free. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's the one that they're having pay. But I think they stopped production on this game because I'm pretty sure that they're about to make another movie for yeah. him. I think so. yeah, I think they started filming already. So I think they, they I think there's some like. At least my friend was telling me there was like some licensing issues. Yeah. Right now they can't do it. So they like they've stopped production on the game. So now it's it's done where it is. Okay. So I feel really mad, but I still like the game. See, I would <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Like I feel like most big companies are doing the opposite of that. It's like you get a quarter of the game, then you got to pay in microtransaction or season passes uh, for the other three quarters. I wouldn't mind if they were like, all right, here's three quarters of the game. Now, if you want to extend it just a little bit further, yeah. here, you know, pay $10 or, you know, pay what you want um, and you can get these, you know, certain topic or these, a little uh, bit. you know, a little bit, yeah. These skins or, you know, these emotes or guns or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, it's like from the get-go. Yeah. It's like, I mean, think about every game that is out, like, right now, it's like, uh, it's like, all right, cool. Uh, you get the regular version, you, then you get the hardened version, and then you get the gold version, and then you get the ultimate version. It's like there's some games the that they are <laughs> like, as far as like the collector's edition, they they're asking for like 120 just for that. Yeah, and I mean you. And it's I, nothing to do with the game. It's I always like, I always look at it as like a happy meal. Like you get a couple toys and a coloring book. And just <laughs> yeah, like, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like cool. I got this cool tin. It's like I got I, mean, the, <laughs> I got the art book. I got, you know, a couple of knickknacks and toys. Yeah. It's, it's a happy meal. You just don't get the burger. And, and, and I, think about it, like, if you did, like, uh, for, like, World War Two or something, like, for the Call of Duty, it's like, cool. It gives you, like, the helmet, and it's like, all right, that's cool. Um, It doesn't make me a really in the military, though. Like, yeah. I put the hat on. I get to pretend. <laughs> you know? uh, I didn't really go to boot camp. I wasn't really in World War Two. but I get to all pretend right, cool. in a game where I'm already pretending. 
is I bought a deluxe version for Detroit. It was so beautiful. I actually liked the story. It was kind of short compared to most story games, but I liked it. it yeah, I, it, I heard it got good reviews. Well, it, it made my heart race. I almost cried at the end of it. it. I was a mess. But when I bought the deluxe version, I got the soundtrack for the entire game, which is a separate app, and then the art book, which is also a separate app, and then I got Heavy Rain. And then next month, they gave it up Heavy, Rain he- Heavy Rain came out for free. I was like, fuck. I can't do that right now. <laughs> well, that's kind of like what they did with... Uh, Black Ops Three now. Uh, if you you know if you uh, pre-order, well they did the whole free game, yeah. and I was like, Are "You serious?" I'm like, I stopped playing this game like eight months ago because <laughs> I already pretty much ran through it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, now it's and free. now it's free. Are you? Ser-? I'm like, man. In preparation for four. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> it came out like two you. years ago, right? Two, yeah, three years ago. I'm like, screw you guys. Like right. I'm all upset about yeah. it. Like, I'm like, I spent so much money on that damn game. Yeah, like, right. Hey, I was so mad because like I could have spent sixty dollars. For you know the normal you know get extra stuff and pre-order, but I was like, I'll just spend that extra ten dollars and get heavy rain. Well, so I'm like, there's certain games where I I just know there's gonna be free at some point because like the Little Big Planet series, they're they're fun games, but they gave out one, two, and three for free at some point. So I'm like, missed that. So it's like, <laughs> why spend sixty dollars on it? Yeah, yeah, because I think uh, through the PlayStation Plus, yeah, I actually mm-hmm. have uh, two and three on my on my game. So yeah, I like they, gave, like, they gave out one on PlayStation Three for free, but it's like they gave out all three for free. So yeah. why would I spend what with that? I mean, knowing that you're gonna eventually give it out for free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, spend the money on it if you want to get it day one. Of course. Yeah. You want to wait? Yeah. You want a physical copy? So there's some games where I'm like, you know, I, I really want to play this game, but I know I can wait. And it's usually the dilemma of like story games because I just know that like after I finish playing it, I'm probably not gonna be playing it for a while. Like yeah. the God of War game, like God well, of War is great. Yeah. But like, but not, I not, not even a couple months now. Yeah, yeah. Not even that is like if you can time it correctly, I guess. Like if you wait till after it's already been out for a little bit, typically there's gonna be. Like a huge massive sale mm-hmm. so it's like all right cool this cool this game came out uh three weeks ago yeah. didn't really miss much you know i could have bought it for 60 bucks but that not because i waited the three weeks i can buy it for like 40 or 35 yeah. so it's like yeah sounds like a good depending deal depending on the popularity <laughs> of yeah. The yeah because yeah because i would say gta it sometimes is still 60 dollars. yeah but like the game came out five years ago yeah yeah like there's no it's point. still popular yeah but i also think like uh like usually like they'll slash the price like 10 20 dollars on it and so you can get like a, a game that came out like like you said like three weeks ago for like 10 10 20 bucks off yeah which is cool you know that's, that's why like usually i wait that's what i'm like there's some games i'm just like ah like do i want to drop the money right now or do i want to wait that's what i'm thinking about the spider-man game because i know it's going to be a game that i'm going to drop 60 on because i yeah. want to play it day one Am I gonna play it in a couple months? Like see, I could, when that, I could pick it up in November for see, and way that's, cheaper. That's yeah. definitely one of those games where that whole game is gonna be pretty much story mode. Mm-hmm. I don't see much. And I know that. This yeah, is, like yeah. yeah. So so there's, you're not gonna have to worry about like crap. There's gonna be online gaming. It's gonna be map. You don't have to worry about all that. So it's like I if, like you, if you hard. want if you want to yeah exactly. I think if, I'm honestly gonna if pre- you want to wait pre-order mm-hmm. it. That way I can get the bonuses. There you go. And then pick it up super late. <laughs> <laughs> you could. But yeah. I feel like it'd be 
be hard to do multiplayer with games like that. Yeah. Unless you do, like, half, half of you do the different Spider-Man versions and Venom and the other half the villains and yeah. battle it out, but... If anything, they're probably going to do something like that. They might... I have no doubt that they were going to do some sort of uh, DLC where it's like, uh, for the Spider-Man game where it's like, all right, cool, you're going to play the game through uh, Venom, through the mm-hmm. Eddie Brock version or whatever. Like, I'm sure they're going to do something like that. No. But for the most part, when the, I feel like when the game comes out, you're getting just a pure story mode game. And I really hope it's a lot like Web of Shadows because that was a massive story mode. Like, I mean, it was... That, I mean, it would take, I think, when I played it, like, all weekend, it still took me, like, I don't know, probably about four or five days, yeah. you know, like, but it was just, like, constantly playing it, like, yeah. all the time, and what's cool about it is, like, depending on the actions that you made in the game would determine the ending, so you could play it uh, six different times and get six different endings, Yeah. you know, so that was the cool part about it, too. You know, I, I kind of hope this uh, Spider-Man game goes that route. Cause and that it, was, looks, that was really good. it looks beautiful. Yeah. Like, we've gotten to a point where the rendering, the texturing, you know, everything that goes into making it beautiful has gone up exponentially yeah. in the last few years. Oh, yeah, for sure. Especially with uh, the new, um, like, game engines that are coming out. They're making it possible to, yeah. where it's like, we can have this high quality without actually, like, you know, dragging down your hardware, you know, where it's, it's bogging it down because yeah. it's like, oh, we have to, you know, render so much. It's like, nah, it's, 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 it's making it possible now. Yeah, which, really I, cool. which I enjoy because as a game artist, it you you realize what exactly you need. You need to know what you need to run. And I need a powerful computer that will, like, run all of this shit at once mm-hmm. and still help me streamline what I'm doing because I need either 3ds max or maya for the modeling and then photoshop for the texturing and then rendering it all out putting it into unity or unreal or some shit yeah and it's a long process that requires a lot of power and depending on how much you spend on it can determine like the quality of work so like i feel like game developers have homework that's how i feel like it'd be compared to because when you have homework especially in that program you have a week to do all of your stuff. And if you're a procrastinator or if you get it all done, you could still change your idea and be like, oh, I want to do this. You need to have like a certain uh, point of view and keep with that in order to stay on, on topic because a week is not a lot to do. Yeah. I There was one project where I had to restart that shit like three times and I barely got it in. I cut corners. And that's what I feel like developers are going through right now. It's like mm. the publisher set a date they need to finish by yeah that's homework if something goes wrong now their timeline's messed up they have to cut the corner yeah so i feel like that's where that's why we get so many late games or so many half-assed games yeah definitely instead true. of waiting for when it's finished and say it's done we're releasing it this it day. took us it took us two years but finally here it yeah. is versus we worked really hard for the last three months. Once you pre-order it, once the trailers have been shown and you pay the money, they're like, well, we got your money. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. So they yeah. don't care. So, they'll yeah. just fix the game whenever they get to it. But, yeah. And yeah, I feel like if they crafting. just wait for when the game is done and then announce it, this is what we've been working on. I feel like that would get much more rapport with the consumer and a better 
for the company itself on getting their name out there. Yeah. Because right now, all of the companies are being dragged through the dirt because of how the game's been going. Yeah, because, like, what they could do is, like, say, for example, uh, it did take them two years. So it's, like, they spent a good year and a half, you know, making this game where it's almost complete, then put a trailer out, and then say it comes out, you know, like, E3 usually comes out in the summer. So it's, yeah. like, all right, six months from now, at you know, in December, it's going to be the release. And those six months, I should give them enough time to be like, all right, cool. We're going to tweak this here. We're going yeah. to you know, polish it up here. That way, once once the game comes out, you get this full, complete game that is gonna that you are going to want to play and stay playing. And if they you can know. just release the beta when they release the trailer, then it would give us an idea of what we're working with. And then they can use that to help with their tweaks and be like, all right, releases on this. Yeah. And for anyone who doesn't know, beta is basically like, a test so like they release it so that way they can stress test it so that way can, they can see how much the engine will take whether the game actually works if there's any bugs so that way they can fix it later yeah it's, it's like a, a beta it's like a semi-complete game yeah. sometimes a beta will come out and it'll still be broken on yeah like, <laughs> like i remember playing the division couldn't even play the game like i said i think in the last podcast couldn't even play the game until like day three yeah yeah that's, that's ridiculous that's but like and everyone I talk to says, oh, the game is so great now. And yeah. It's so good now. I'm but like, where was it when I needed it? Yeah, <laughs> I needed it to be good day one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. So, I mean, uh, unfortunately, that's still where we're at. Yeah. I'm hoping with, you know, future gaming, we're going to get more, you know, what you see is what you get mm-hmm. as far as quality and yeah, as far as having a, a more full, complete game where, like, you know, like, I don't know. I liked it to where it was like, all right, cool. We like this game. Kind of like, you know, Fortnite. Like, everybody likes this game. We're going to just put out free content. You know, we're new seasons. We're going to update the maps. We're going to change this, change that. Hopefully, you know, seeing the success of Fortnite and, like, PUBG and games like that, um, I feel like we could start going down that path. Yeah. Now, hopefully. With Fortnite, I feel like their success is what they're doing they they give us so much content and they give us things that pretty much work they only do like minor bug fixes here and there and they'll disable it which i don't mind at all (laughs) yeah and it's like they give us so much and that little extra is where the microtransactions are yes i want to look cool i want this raven skin oh i want this dance move i'm so broke i can't do it right now but it'll come around again sooner or later so it's like that's where their success is. Yes, they've made billions of dollars, but we still have a pretty much working game because they spend so much time on it. Yeah. And they only give us extras. Yeah. So I would ra- I would much rather have that than. Yeah, I think most people would for sure. Yeah, and I don't know if you guys heard about like Steam like a couple of years ago. They made it to where their trailers and all of their pictures has to be in game stuff, so that way we can see what it is instead of cinematics that tell us one thing and when we get the game it's pretty shitty. I know that. That's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, so it was a couple of years ago when they announced it and like so when you put up a game they have to change it to in-game content. Mm-hmm. So like you see the actual game that you're going to get. Not the super polished. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it could look like this. Yeah, but, but it's, it's not. Possible. But it's not. Yeah. It's a cinematic trailer. It's like we're going to do this. This is the plot of the thing. You get into it and it's like where, where's that thing? Yeah. I don't see the thing. <laughs> Where, where's the beauty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, 
as far as that, um, I think we pretty much covered everything we wanted to talk about, you know, terms of microtransactions, how that works. Glossed over how it's made, but that's okay. Microtransactions is much bigger. It's a bigger problem. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it really is because, I mean, like, you know, all three of us are gamers. So, I mean, we know for a fact that these, you know, designers, these artists, these programmers, you know, these software engineers, we know for a fact they're putting in a lot of time and hours and hours and hours and I don't really blame them at all Mm -hmm. like you know I I agree with you like I blame the publishers where it's like you're this is you know this is your timeline um, and unfortunately it's a short timeline they need to expand it make it longer so that we can get more better quality games so it's like who cares if you guys have to put a game out once every two years if that game is that good everyone's gonna want to buy it you know everyone's gonna want to play it so, and even if they set it up you know. to where one company is this year and another company is this year to give this company more time for this yeah. release date, so that way we still get our games and it's like equal amount between the companies and it would give them time to actually work on shit. One thing that I just thought about now is that like now that PlayStation 4 and Xbox One is in being like it's nearing the end of its life cycle as far as like they're going to start putting out the new console, a lot of publishers and devs are probably going to be like, well, the new console we know is coming out in like two to three years, so we got to push this out yeah. now. Like, yeah, and that's so that another we can thing. Start working on the next game. Yeah. And I just saw a picture of the new the new PlayStation for discless, and I was like, that looks cool and weird at the same time. I and see it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it yet either. It, the rumor is that the new play- Xbox they want to have it uh, online only, so no discs at all. I'm like, yeah, that's a terrible idea. They already tried that then with. With the Xbox One when it first came out, that was like their yeah. whole idea. I think, and I yeah, like, they did mm, try nah. And I was like, you, you know that no one wanted that then. Like, fast Nobody. forward to now, we still don't want it. Yeah. Because, like, if you have terrible internet where you're at, you need a disc. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, that's, I mean, they definitely, I would suggest uh, upgrading yeah. uh, memory for sure. Because 500 gigs, There's I'm sorry, ain't shit, especially when... You're downloading a game, and with everything, it's like taking up 78 gigs of it. It's like, well, there it is. <laughs> look how cool and like cyborgish that looks. The, yeah, that looks. I think that's just that a concept, weird. but yeah. there's no way. I feel like there's no way they could go discless yeah. because of how big games yeah. are. Because because it's still only going to be 500 gigs. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nothing. Well, I feel like they, the, the standard should be a terabyte. After, it after should like, be. Yeah, minimum. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would suggest two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at least minimum of one terabyte for sure. Uh, especially how big these games are being. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like. You know, so. Um, I think for the most part, that wraps it up with this episode of uh, Ed's Word with Edward. Uh, so, until next time, guys. <laughs>